What's up, Water Hockey fans? You've heard us talk about DraftKings every week, and DraftKings is the leader in daily fantasy sports, and now Payday can come every day by entering their contest with huge cash prizes up for grabs. Making a lineup on DraftKings adds excitement to every night and is simple to do. All you got to do is draft your lineup and feel the sweat like never before. Every moment means more with the DraftKings lineup on the line. DraftKings has paid out over $7 billion to users all across sports. DraftKings is the leader in fantasy sports, so there's no better place to get in on all the action. How do you do it? I'll tell you. Now that you know how to play, just set your lineup every night, download the DraftKings app, and sign up using code THPN. New users will get a free entry with their first deposit. That's code THPN. You'll hear it one more time. To get a free entry with your first deposit, only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. And as always, enjoy the show. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to another blessing episode of Water Hockey on this most ceremonious of days, National French Friday, which is considered our fan day of the year. We are brought to you as part of the Hockey Podcast Network and proudly supported by DraftKings. As Patrick said before we got started, make sure to head over to the DraftKings app today, pop in the promo code THPN and get rolling in all of the action. Boys, we're back. We're back home. We're back at our uh, our respective recording bases. Uh, after the live show and live recording that we did, we released it for all of the French fries last week. Which we, if you could not be there, we hope you all had to uh, had a chance to listen, enjoy it, because that was probably one of the coolest, if not the coolest, thing that we've done so far as a show. Patrick, I'm gonna kick it over to you first. Uh, how did you uh, How did you feel about the live show? Did you guys have a good time? Man, I had a lot of fun. Just getting to meet people and shooting the shit about hockey and really just whatever. Had people in and out. Had Garrett on. Had Lee. Um, had Lee. AJ can't, AJ can't, can't forget AJ on. with the, the loud clink cheers. Oh, Man, yeah. it, it was it was a lot of fun. And shout out to, to Northside Draft House. One, for hosting us. Two, for um, throwing us a little liquid courage on their tab. That was super helpful. Did, it was uh, very dope. Did a pre-show Jaeger shot, which I was certainly appreciative of. We did a pre-show, which I'm 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 gonna go ahead and say it right now. I worked really hard to try and get Paul Biznassi Bisonette on the show, and you know I don't want to say I failed, but I I tweeted the guy for almost forty days, forty one days straight. He didn't respond. I will say one he one he liked the picture that I posted with Pink Whitney and tagged Pink Whitney in it. So Biz, obviously you're listening. Uh, what's your deal, bud? And two, I am now making it my life's work for us as a show to be sponsored not only by Whataburger, but Jägermeister. So uh, one more thing, too, before I kick it back over to you, Patrick. Uh, thank you so much to Brooke. Uh, she got us customized etched shot glasses to commemorate our first ever live show with the date uh, and water hockey on it. So super cool shot glasses. It is firmly implanted on my liquor cabinet and will be for pretty much ever. Uh, you were saying, Patrick, we, we were uh, treated by the amazing people at Northside Draft House. What else What else happened? I mean, I, I feel like you won some money off Brooke, too, with a single dart throw. I don't know if you recall. I do recall, now that you mention it. Jason, you missed it. I uh... Yeah, I missed it. I had already got out to Beer League, but we'll, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, she, uh, she bet me five bucks that I couldn't hit a bullseye by doing a baseball throw at the dartboard. So I reared back and threw it as hard as I could, stuck it all the way to the hilt, dead center in the middle. She slapped five bucks in my hand. I said, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. It was a beautiful sight to see. Uh, Jesus. Just like, well, you was pretty it baller. It was pretty say. baller. Yeah, I was like, the night's pretty much done <laughs> now. We can all just go. And I was uh, pretty toasty at this point. That was like, that was like midnight, I think. Yeah, well, I guess it, it was, was the liquid courage, man. It was definitely, and it was the liquid aim. He absolutely nailed it. It was, it was truly. I wish. I hope they have cameras there 
Jesse at Northside Draft House, if you're listening, uh, roughly midnight on Friday night or two weeks ago, uh, yeah, check out got, the toss. If you got cameras on the dartboards, shoot me that video. I would like to see it. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, can put just, that on the hockey yeah, highlights. Well, I, I do have one more thing to add before I pass it along to Jason. I Well, I didn't, but Steve won a Allen Americans helmet and hockey puck signed by Dyson Stevenson, right? Rip. Yep. Okay. You can remember the Knights of Blur. As it is. As it was. Um, and I donated that helmet to Northside Draft House, where it currently resides, after Fink and I both signed it. So... That being oh, said, we man. got Jason back to Northside Draft House so he can complete the trifecta of yes, signatures. Yes, the sign as well, yep. And the value well, only I'll, goes up. I will do that. Should, yeah. we, should we make it like a deal? We, we'll have to make it a deal. We'll have to go back out there. Um, we'll have to do like maybe a, a, a listener's appreciation day, kind of a French fry day, which is literally today. Uh, oops. Yeah. But we'll, we'll plan something for, for all of you guys. Maybe, I mean, Northside loves us. We love them. Uh, their pizza is amazing. Their drinks are extremely affordable. They are across yeah. a college campus, the Comets of University of Texas at Dallas. So I don't see us not being back there sooner rather than later, whether it be for a dart tournament or another live recording. We're just going out there to hang out with them there at Northside Draft House. Maybe an uh, opening day watch party? Maybe. Depending I don't know. what day of the week it Maybe. falls on. Oh. I would love that. Maybe an opening weekend will make it a thing. Yeah. That I, being uh, said, yeah. I, I do want to I want to kick it over to Jason because he brought it up, and he actually showed us uh, what happened in his beer league game. Now, Jason is dedicated to the sport. you got to love it. Uh, had to split a little bit early after we finished the live recording to make his pylons. Uh, was it a playoff game? Yeah, it was a meaningless playoff game. Meaningless though. playoff game. So because we had the week bit. before we had lost and uh, to keep us in, but you know they're nice and they give you twelve games minimum. So they're like, all right, we'll give you a consolation game, and so that's what this was. And so everybody treated it like a consolation game and didn't show up. It was we had six it. skaters. <laughs> we had six <laughs> skaters on the ice and a goalie, and we took the fucking uh, it was uh, team beer. I think it was yeah. Yeah, we took team beer into fucking overtime. We were up most of the game. I think we scored uh, with three uh, three minutes into the first period, and we maintained a one zero lead until about three minutes into the or three minutes left in the third. We couldn't keep it up. So, but anyways, I scored a sh- uh, shootout goal. Nice. Uh, other than that, it was uh, I, yeah, dude. The the guy came out like twenty feet, and then didn't have a stick down <laughs> the whole time. So. I was like, okay, well, obviously he's not going to protect his five hole, and if I catch him before I get, before he gets too far back, he's going to not catch it. So like, I went five hole on him, like ten feet out. So it's fucking <laughs> dope. I mean, oh, he yeah. wasn't expecting it at all. So I was like, all right. And the sure fact- enough, I was, yeah, I was the only, uh, yeah, I think I was the only goal scorer in the shootout. So wow, you the fact that y'all didn't scores. get skated out of the building, sending only six guys out there for an entire game is commendable it was rough i have ptsd i still haven't signed up for this next season though because that was our last game Ooh. and our new season starts friday and i haven't oh, the drama <laughs> the drama builds I need, we'll I have need to, to follow up that. yeah we'll uh, have to follow up next tuesday and make sure you get all paid up i know that's like a big thing in beer leagues is making sure the fees are paid yeah i gotta i'll pay that tonight <laughs> yeah well i i do want to uh i do want to say on behalf of myself uh patrick and jason a uh, huge thank you to Northside Draft House. We probably said it numerous times on the live recording uh, because, you know, the alcohol was flowing and we're adults, so we can drink that stuff. That being said, we cannot wait to be back. And thank you to everyone that showed up. Uh, thank you to the Allen Americans. Thank you to Lizzie with helping us get a couple of pieces of paraphernalia from the Americans. Um, huge shout out to the Dallas Stars. Uh, they had an awesome sale where I was able to get uh, some stuff for the giveaways. And uh, last but certainly not least, uh, we spoke of him earlier, Garrett, with Texas Hockey Apparel. Uh, that guy's treated us like family, essentially, part of the Texas Hockey Apparel family, and he's a part of the Wada Hockey family. Uh, huge thank you to him and everything that Texas Hockey Apparel has done for us. Uh, as always, I will drive it into the ground. Make sure to head over to TexasHockeyApparel.com. Uh, Jason and Patrick are both repping Texas Hockey Apparel right now. 
Jason's repping the new dry fit. They just came out with the Texas logo, red, white, and blue. Patrick's got the classes, te classic Texas hockey apparel script across the chest on the black shirt. Uh, I am not sporting Texas hockey apparel today. Uh, I usually do. That's because I have my Connecticut whale uh, shirt, fins up, uh, the NWHL, let's go. Uh, they just had their draft a couple weeks ago with the number one overall pick. How are you? Feeling real good about this next season. Can't wait to see it here. I believe it's going to be on Twitch. But uh, that being said, uh, Texas Hockey Apparel, check them out. A couple of updates we do have to kind of go over before we, you know, really get into the thick of it. Sorry, because that song's in your head now. The <laughs> Allen Americans, it's a pretty unprecedented time for the Allen Americans just because there are so many people going over to Europe uh, for multiple reasons, mostly because the ECHL is in a difficult spot right now or has been. Uh, so you've got guys like Les, uh, Les Lancaster, friend of the show, Josh Lamon, most recently is going over to, I believe, England to the Cardiff Devils. Cool sweater, along with uh, Matt Register, Steve Aury, uh, to name just a couple. But it's going to be interesting. Uh, if you guys have listened to us, you, you know that we obviously have a close relationship with the Allen Americans. We, we love what we've been able to do for their organization, and uh, we appreciate what they've been able to do for us as a podcast. And we hope to continue uh, to work with them in the very, very near future. Um, that being said, it's going to be an interesting offseason for them, uh, if, if it's not already, uh, because it's going to be a... It's going to be a new team, I think, almost. Uh, you know, obviously we want uh, some of our friends to stick around. Uh, Zane uh, is, I think, the last standing um, player on the team that's been on the podcast. Uh, we got Dutes still with the team rocking. So we'll, we'll have some connections in there. I'm going to kick this next, next, next. Oop, there it is. Yes. Subject over to you guys. Staying. Uh, the Dallas Stars, like, they've been relatively quiet. And I don't know if you guys have anything going on. Uh, in your heads as to what moves they make next, are they waiting for the expansion draft? Do we see Alexiak get signed before the uh, before the expansion draft? And then obviously the biggest news out of today, which we are recording on Tuesday, July 13th, uh, Zach Parise and um, help me out. Pecorine. Uh, no, Pecorine retired from the Nashville Predators. I guess that's big, but when yeah, you're Ryan, Nashville. Ryan Suter. Ryan Suter. Yes. Uh, both were uh, bought out of their contracts. Um, if you are hockey history buffs, they were signed together, uh, massive contracts. They essentially were supposed to be the pinnacles of the Minnesota Wild. And as we've seen, I think they've made two second round appearances, and then that's pretty much it as a franchise. So do you guys see the Stars making a run at them? My One of my good friends, uh, Gavin Spittle from 105 Through the Fan, I know, ooh, it's not the ticket. Uh, he, he came out and said, it would be extremely valuable to grab one of those guys at a, at a almost a veteran veteran minimum, but maybe a little bit more like a $2 million a year contract. What do you guys see with happening? I mean, it's, it's been pretty quiet. So I'll, I'll address the first point that you brought up about Alexiak. I don't think they'll sign him until after the expansion draft, just because if they do sign him to what I probably assume will be like a three year deal, maybe that's just more incentive to take him for the Kraken. But if they have some sort of handshake deal where we're going to leave you, quote-unquote, unprotected officially, and that way Kraken considers you off the board, then we'll you know, probably day after sign you to whatever contract they agree on. That's what I would say. As far as Zach Paris and Ryan Suter, $2 million seems a little much for 36 years old for both of them. The veteran presence is always welcome. Of course, you know, my opinion would be if we're going to get a veteran, let's just go bring Corey Perry back. But that's uh, not feasible, I don't think, and neither here nor there. But if the money's right, why not? See what happens. Jason, uh, what do you, what about you? What do you think uh, is is the next move? And how do you feel about Suter or Parise getting, getting bought out? I mean – the, the, the Wild are back in our division as of next season. So right. that's another thing we'll dive into here in just a second. But what, what's, what, are your, what are your thoughts? What are your feelings? You're the, uh, you're the feelings guy. What are you feeling? Eh, I, I really feel like they're <laughs> going to wait till after, uh, after the uh, expansion draft, honestly. You got you to see where all the places or all the pieces kind of line up. Uh, but some moves I come to am looking at, I'm uh, just reading up on one right now, uh, with Seth Jones possibly coming into town. Uh, I could see that happening. 
so then that way it kind of frees up some space to sign somebody like uh, Big Rig, uh, Jamie Olesiak, or uh, and then, but you're probably gonna have to trade away somebody like Oh Klingberg, which is kind of the talk around town anyways. Is that Klingberg may not be here for the long haul, so it's something to keep an eye on. Uh, it would be kind of cool to see Seth Jones be a be back a hometown dude uh, from the Stars organization at a very early age, if you will. Uh, but yeah, it'd be cool to see him. Now, it's interesting, uh, one, to touch on what you were saying. Corey Perry is a free agent, so it is feasible. Oh. And, I mean, he only took $750,000 again. That being said, that that's a, that's a touchy subject for me because – you got to make it into the playoffs to make a difference in the playoffs. And obviously that's where the start struggled. Now we are talking about a very unique season, a shortened season uh, and a season where, you know, if you've been listening to this podcast, you've already heard us talk about how difficult a season it was for particularly the stars franchise with missing two full weeks and then having to make up for it, playing just an un unprecedented amount of hockey in like a three-week span to round out the season fighting for like the last spot. Uh, that being said, uh, I don't know about Seth Jones. Uh, I mean, it, it could be because he is playing on, in my opinion, uh, this is nothing against the boys at the Cannons and Tomahawks podcast, but in my opinion, one of the worst teams going into next season, you know, you, you brought your, I believe their assistant head coach into the head coach position, which could be an interesting ch- change for them. Uh, Torts is out, but you know y- you haven't heard a lot from Line A wanting to come back. So Seth Jones is is going to be on his way out uh, moving forward. So it'll be interesting to see you know where he ends up. My last thing too is this is kind of a gripe with the Stars fans. I think the whole trade Klingberg thing has literally just come from the fans. They have got to chill out relax if you see your friends that are stars fans screaming trade Klingberg you're not gonna get another Klingberg Klingberg is a phenomenal piece to this organization right now and you know if we can't afford him then that's because he's played himself into a bigger contract that's not because we don't want him I think Jim Neal in the front office and that's probably going to cause a couple of rumbles because people are like, well, the front office is making mistakes, whatever. There's a reason that us three are on a podcast. You're listening to us and none of us are in the front office for the Dallas stars. Get over it. And nothing's going to change. That being said, I don't want to see Klingberg go. I would rather see him go as a trade piece. If it came to that. And I think you're going to have to get a defenseman like a Seth Jones in return. If you're going to offer him up. Here, here's a, an interesting idea. Could you package Klingberg and the first round pick in what's, from what I understand, a relatively weak draft to really upgrade? It's possible, but I would counter with why trade Klingberg when you could easily trade Kudobin to a franchise in Columbus that needs a number two goalie. You know, you've got Elvis there, and I think that tandem of Elvis and Anton. I'm going to use his first name just because I used Elvis's first name. I think if you have them back to back, you have another fantastic tandem. And I think that serves the Blue Jackets to have Kudobin much more than it serves the Stars to in this juncture of time with the fact that, knock on wood, Bishop comes back 100% healthy and you've got Jake Ottinger waiting in the wings, already with experience, ready to go. Um, I do want to say, too, I, I do have the Twitter pulled up. Uh, Sean Shapiro, formerly the beat writer for The Athletic, which is now, uh, you know, Saad Youssef, friend of the show. Have to throw that out there. Love what Saad does. He seems to think that unless there are other plans, unless other plans seriously fall through, the Stars likely won't have the cap space to sign Blake Coleman, even if Coleman is interested in returning to his home state. Now, this is a hot topic for us as a show because we've got some people that follow the show that are just Blake Coleman worshipers. And they're saying, you should do this because Blake Coleman won. You should do that. Listen, and I'm going to kick it over to you guys here in just a second. But Blake Coleman won 
two Stanley Cups with the Tampa Bay Lightning, one of which was against the Dallas Stars. This is a podcast centered around Texas hockey. And while Blake Coleman is a product of Texas hockey, he is a Tampa Bay Lightning player. I'm not going to celebrate anything that Tampa Bay does, and we'll get into it in just a second with what they've done to the sweet Stanley Cup that is now back in Montreal getting repairs because Fat Maroon probably sat on it and completely <laughs> dismantled it. But we're not going to celebrate it. Blake Coleman won back-to-back Stanley Cups. Here's our celebration. Good job. Moving on. So, no, we're not going to celebrate him until he drapes the victory green over his shoulders. And to be completely honest, I don't think it's going to happen. I couldn't care less if it did. It would make us a better team, but I don't care where he's from. So, Patrick, sorry to steal the sassy synopsis, but it's just not going to happen. It's a no for me, dog. <laughs> Yeah, that's one of those things that's like, it'd be cool if it did. Whoa, boy. Oh, hey, oh, hey the, uh, <laughs> there's a, wow, yikes. Puberty. Oh, boy. I mean, I don't I don't know what happened. Yeah. There was a, there I, have, was a I have come through puberty, I promise. Yeah. <laughs> please, please, sir, don't take my lunch yeah. money. Don't take Blake Coleman away from Tampa. I was just so shocked by that sassy synopsis. I lost all voice constitution. <laughs> no, man, it's, it's one of those things. Um, I personally don't really care if if he comes or not. If he shows up, if he plays and he's good, then awesome. Always welcome new players, um, except for the one person you mentioned, which is Fat Maroon. Fat Maroon. Yeah. And Ooh. I could I could go the rest of my life with Fat Maroon not winning another hockey game in his entire life let alone three fucking stanley cups in a row one of those with the blues who as you know i hate more than anyone used to be the predators but um that's kind of simmered down a little bit it has because they're irrelevant yeah but i am not a tampa bay fan um, I think their cap manipulation, while extremely clever, was exactly that. I think it was a bit shady, and that's less of an indictment on them and more of an indictment on the current cap system as it's set up. Uh, I didn't realize the playoffs were – you didn't get paid for the playoffs, apparently, at least according to the cap system. Um, and, yeah, being 18 million over is super shitty, but – if it was my team doing that, I'd be like, wow, that's super smart. It's not, and they did it, and it sucks. And Fat Maroon gets another cup. He gets another ring. He puts, a, puts another dent in the cup as well. Yeah. I saw multiple tweets saying, congrats to the big rig, which just – I was not. So, I was He's so not. triggered. The fake big rig. The fake yeah, big rig. Yeah, I was rig. so incredibly triggered. I saw He's multiple the... people – He's the whittle. He's the whittle rig. He's him's whittle. The whittle tiny wig. Little tiny wig. And I'm, I'm telling you sh- that we say this because the actual big rig, Jamie Oleksiak, beat the shit out of him this season. Did he not? I was just about to say they. Yeah. We had a big rig B or a big rig V fake big rig fight, and the one true big rig came out on top. This is a real quick deep wrestling cut. It's like when. It's like when I believe the WWF tried to repackage Big Sexy Kevin Nash, um, even though he was obviously over in WCW, which, fun fact, that was actually Kane dressed up as Kevin Nash before Kane was a thing. So there's a deep wrestling cut for you nerds. Sorry, I just, he's not even real. He doesn't even go here. (laughs) (laughs) This is a wrestling podcast, apparently. We're everything you want to be. Full disclosure, yeah. I've never watched a single wrestling match in my entire life. We Whoa. can change that. They're apparently Dude, they're coming to town. I don't know that I want to, that's to be okay. quite honest um, with you. No, that's fair. I don't know, man. I'm not Jason, how do you it. feel about yeah, that's how do you feel about the Blake Coleman situation? You know, I you guys have already talked about it. It, it would be nice to have him here, sure, but if he's here, great. If he's not, fuck him. Right? Yeah. That's how I feel. Like honestly. That's how I feel about most NHL players. I mean, it was like Corey Perry. You know, when he was here, he was great. Oh yeah, he was great. He's not here. Fuck him. So I wouldn't I mean, go that yeah. far. I love Corey Perry. 
really That's did. a bold statement. That's a bold statement. I love what he brings to the table. That's all he, I got. He'll definitely make us contender, though. And I, I mean, not that we're not already contenders, but I mean, he'll put us in that position to put us in a better position to be successful in the Stanley Cup. Now, and this is, I have to ask this. Patrick, go ahead, because I'm going to look something up real quick, but it, uh, go for it. Just uh, re- regarding what's next for the Stars, just one more little note. One thing that I like to see is not player personnel. I would like to see some level of consistency. In what regard? In regards to mainly the offense. Because there were, I think we had, what, three games in a row where we didn't score or something like that? Mm-hmm. And then we could put up six. And then it would be back to two, lose three to two. Actually, I take that back. The one thing I want to see next year is us not to lose 18 fucking games in overtime. That was perfect theme music. That was sorry. Amazing. Yeah, it was like <laughs> <da-na-na, da-na-na. laughs> when we get sm- when we get signed by Sports Center, it's gonna be like I don't want to see fucking (laughs) next on sports center um yeah no i'm with you and it's funny you say that because we didn't really lose 18 i don't think i think we lost 14 which was still a league leading number that's not a that's not a number you were number one we're number one of that we did something right apparently we got number one in the worst category you could possibly think of but it's funny because like you were saying, you haven't seen a single wrestling match in your life. I've watched soccer numerous times, but I maybe watch it once every four, two years, two to four years. And that just so happened to be this past Sunday for the Euro Cup when Italy took down England in a shootout. I, I tuned in in the second half and I was like, all right, you know what? footy 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 football let's watch some watch some of the watch these little guys flop around for a little bit and they did and even max domi columbus blue jacket was watching it live instagramming it saying like look at this guy on the ground this is ridiculous like dude you got coughed on get up like i agree with max domi but i can't escape it maybe i'm the juju maybe i'm the bad person maybe i shouldn't be watching these games because it seems that no matter what sport if it has a shootout, inevitably, I'm going to be a part of it. I'm going to have to sit through it. That's all I have. I just hate shootouts so much. I think the shoot, I think shootouts are the dumbest thing. I think you play three-on-three hockey until somebody scores. It's bound to happen. These are professional athletes. Same thing in soccer. That was an electric shootout, penalty kicks, whatever it's called. These are professional athletes. Let them play until someone scores. I didn't pay zero dollars to watch shootouts. That's all I gotta say about that. <laughs> right. I don't know. It can't be any worse than that UFC fight too with uh Oh man, that Connor. one hurt me. That one hurt me. Yeah. Okay, I, I do have a confession on that. I actually watched that on TikTok. A nice. guy was live wow. streaming it on his TikTok, recording his laptop. I tell nice. you, I tell Dude, you those folks, people come in clutch they do. when you need them. Yep. I uh I have a Save similar many bucks. Yeah. yeah, I have a similar anecdote uh, from a couple years ago. OU is playing Army. OU football does one game a year. That's pay per view, and it's sixty dollars. Blasphemy! Yeah. Why do they hate you? I don't. I, I wish I could answer that. I gave them enough money. I'm not giving them an extra sixty bucks. Yeah, but right. there was one guy with like four followers on Twitch that was recording, streaming his TV. And I'm pretty sure he got up to like 40,000 viewers at one point because nobody could find a stream anywhere. So I'm out at a bar watching Twitch on my phone, watching a guy watch his TV. <laughs> yeah. And he, he kept MVP. like it, it was and he kept like setting the, the camera down and like showing his feet. And it was weird. Oh, man. <laughs> You know, he could make kind of promoting than, his only he, fans. I was gonna say he could make he could easily make more than sixty bucks, you know, doing that. But to to foot Twitch OU Army guy, it's been a couple <laughs> years, but Real bless man you. Of <laughs> that's that's his new that's his new gamer tag. Foot Twitch Army guy. 
Mr. Foot Twitch Army guy. <laughs> oh, we salute man. you. Well, man of genius. <laughs> before we get into uh, before we get into the Stanley Cup and what Tampa Bay did to it, which we all like, we've already kind of touched on specifically Fat Maroon. Uh, it is now golf season. Uh, it has been golf season for us for quite some time. And as always, our resident, I, I'm going to give you the title of resident golfer because even though I played my whole life, it, you have been playing more since we started this show than any of us. Even though Jason was sure. a top golf with the misses today, I was. Uh, nice. He was a top golf, you know, swinging the six. But tell us a little bit more about the range because it's not easy for everyone to get out to a, a golf course, but it's pretty easy when the golf course comes to you. It is. And let me tell you, I was out at Woodbridge, and I am going to toot my own horn for a second, but I went 40-40 on the front and back nines. Huge. Was two bad shots away from, like, 78. Um, That's math for you. But it was hot as balls. And I would have liked to not be stuck behind people, waiting. You know, you'd spend... 10 minutes on a tee box if there's a slow group backing everything up. And with the range, I wouldn't have to worry about that at all because they bring the setup to me. They'll show up to your house, your apartment parking lot, maybe, unless you have some big swanky uptown apartment that is like 2,000 square feet. They will set up their inflatable setup. I don't know what it's called. They got the projector. They got the TrackMan technology to track your swing speed, to track your ball speed. You can check dispersion, which is a fancy term for how much you spray the ball over the place. And you can check your smash factor as well, which I have not done yet. But that's only part of it, because along with all of those awesome statistics, you can play hundreds of courses from around the world. For T-Box Tuesday this week, they had Trinity Forest, I believe, uh, former home of the Byron Nelson for like two years, I think, before they realized it's really hot in Texas in May, and doing that on a Lynx course is probably not a great idea with no trees. That's neither here nor there. If you want to play that and not worry about the Texas heat, and you want to play a Lynx course, check out the range. You can follow them on Instagram at the range underscore golf. You can check them out at www.therangegolf.com. You can see their rates when they're available. Some FAQs. They got their whole course list up there. And yeah, check them out. It's I can tell you from experience, it's a lot of fun. I am super looking forward to it next time. Um, maybe if Northside Draft House has enough room, we could do a little... Uh, Little tag team, a little Ooh, that would be, uh, little collab. Be, maybe that's DM what we us, need to do. PM us for collab. Yeah, I might need to uh, float the idea to my buddy. Do you want to get? Do you want to get crypto advice and collab for five million followers? Yeah, uh, put it on Empire <laughs> Records. <laughs> anyway, DM. Patrick, where can we find him again? One more time. That's at the range underscore golf on Instagram and www.therangegolf.com. See you at the range. Smash factor. We still have to do. We need to get with them. I know that they're, they're friends of yours. We need to make sure we can do like a collab with them and get shirts made. Uh, Water hockey smash factor range shirts. Just they have design. a super. They have a super cool logo. It's yeah. like a, a fancy R. It's really really nice. Really slick design. And they had they had some range shirts that they were wearing at the event that I went to, and I kind of wanted to get one too we're all about helping each other here and you know we've we've done we've done so much and we can only hope that you know one day we can smash factor together yeah we've also range we can with the range we can and we will (laughs) uh so like we were saying before uh the stanley cup made it made its way down to tampa uh same shit different year they were on the water with it they didn't toss it to our knowledge, like uh, the Lombardi Trophy and the Bucks did, but the picture surfaced of a gigantic upper body injury to the Stanley Cup. 
the cup itself was almost flattened on one side uh, while Fat oh, Maroon yeah. was holding it. One can only it like imagine. a half moon almost. A half yeah. moon. Almost like if you guys remember the McDonald's half moon. I don't know if you guys remember that mascot where it was like they were staying up late. And so it was like a half moon on a body. If you're under the right, you know, psychoanalysis or something like that, you'd be mortified at this thing if it came after you. That being said, Back they tonight. desecrated. They desecrated it. And now we're only saying this because it's Tampa Bay and Dallas didn't win. Dallas probably did the same shit. There's the story of the cup getting thrown out of a second story house uh, into a pool. And I believe it was Pantera's house or yep. one of the, the. No, I thought it happened at Clubhouse, uh, Vinnie Paul's strip club in Dallas. I'm pretty sure I, that's what I think that was Maybe. probably part of their like three day bender they went on mm-hmm. with Pantera and the team after the yeah, cup, yeah. leading up to the parade. There's, they were just there's... fucked up for three hours straight. Yeah. Now, <laughs> if, for three if days guys, straight, not three hours are, straight. If you're listening and you're not familiar, parades happen. Celebrations happen for every trophy in sports, but not quite like hockey, not quite like the Stanley Cup. I I know you've seen it with, like we just talked about, Tom Brady throwing the Lombardi trophy, things like that, but nothing quite on the same level as the Stanley Cup, mostly because the Stanley Cup is the only Stanley Cup. The Lombardi trophy that gets reward, or awarded to the teams every year, that's their Lombardi trophy. It's not the same one every year. The Stanley Cup, they just add rings to it and eliminate as teams get added, pushing you know previous teams off. So that cup has seen some shit. Uh, whether it's Blake Coleman's baby in the cup uh, for a family picture or a bowl of cereal or with Phil Kessel hot dogs, that thing has seen some stuff. I don't even want to know what else has been in that bowl. Um, which poses the question now to you gentlemen that I'm coming up with just off the cuff. You're an NHL. We'll say Dallas Stars for this reference just because it's our homers. We're, that That's our boys. What food are you eating out of the cup or beverage are you drinking out of the cup? Jason, I'm kicking it over to you first. I'm putting you on the spot. Food and or beverage out of the cup. All right. Food. Uh, I'm going to load that bitch up with some chips and salsa. Respect. Keep it, uh, keep it Texas. And then as far as like drinking, man. Just give me some Miller Lights. I'm going to fill it. it up with Miller Lights. I'm going to chug all of them. I'm going to f- figure out a way to... I'm going to have to bend, like dent the cup a little bit to make it happen. But obviously, they like, can fix bend it. it to make yeah, it a little funnel. Exactly. I'm going yeah, to have yeah. to... Yeah, exactly. Funnel it up a little you bit. You can bend it back. Yeah, they do it all the time. I guarantee... <laughs> Just look at it, yeah. I guarantee it happens all the time. More than yeah. we know. They're just not very public with it. <laughs> I mean, the, what's the guy's name? I mean, he's out of Toronto. What is his, isn't his name? Phil or Pete? It's it's a P name. I want to say it's Phil. Anyways, he's the carrier of the cup. Philip McPeter. Yeah, Philip McPeter. That's it. <laughs> Philip McPeter cup. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure his name is Phil though. Uh, but no, he's <laughs> the keeper of the cup, and I'm I'm pretty sure he's dinged it a couple times. Like, it's a big ass trophy. What is it? They say it weighs 34 pounds, right? It's fucking yeah, heavy. It's no, yeah, it's, it's, it's huge. It's no baby trophy. We're forty three. I may be dyslexic. It's either forty three or thirty four, but it's fucking. It's heavy, man. It's I heavier it. than thirty pounds. Yeah. There you go. Which is a lot. Which mm-hmm. is a lot. I mean, most jobs they only require you to be able to lift twenty five pounds. Twenty five pounds. True. It's very true. So, I'm just saying, Patrick. I mean, same question. Food and beverage of choice. You you eat and drink out of the cup. So for food. My first thought was also chips and salsa. It's a big chip bowl. Yeah, it is. It's you can a make dip. a little chip crater in the middle and throw some salsa in there. And yeah, that seems like the obvious choice. For drink of choice, I'm taking like three shiners, I think. Maybe the light blonde, because trying to chug three mm-hmm. full shiners at mm-hmm. once would not be easy. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Well, with that attitude. It's true. Maybe just take a picture. <laughs> there you go. You know, let it let it defoam a little bit, throw it in there, and just go to town. Probably be pretty toasty after that because assume I've been drinking most of the day already. So, you know, let you know. You only get to celebrate maybe once. 
guess if, if, that. You're, if you're fat maroon, you get to do it three times. In not a row. not bitter. But yeah, that's that's probably what I would do. All right. Um, what about you? Take, what about you? I'm gonna take a different approach here uh, when it comes to food. Um, I'm just a big fan of mac and cheese, so Ooh, I'm, I'm I'm going I'm going mac and cheese. My humble roots. Uh, I wanted to go in a couple of different directions, but my heart always and my stomach came back to mac and cheese. So uh, definitely, you know, scooping some mac and cheese out of the Stanley Cup for beverages. You know, I because Jason said you guys have both said beer, which I respect. Uh, my first my first choice is always going to be Coors Light. Uh, it's just me. I was raised on it. Uh, that's why I am the way I am. Take that for the good and the bad. Uh, but I'm going to go, since we talked about it earlier, and people seem to kind of get a kick out of when we talk about it because it's such a polarizing beverage, I'm going to put a couple shots of Jaeger in that bad boy and crank it back. Just that sweet, sweet licorice, uh, which I don't even like licorice in, like, candy form. Yeah, I love either, it when it's I melted Jager, with alcohol. Man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just licorice is not good. I, there's a, there's a reason that us three came together to do this show, and I think we finally found it. The bond over Jaeger is like that of no other, and so yeah, Jaegermeister. I'm even gonna go above Pink Whitney, anything like that. Give me some Jaeger, pour it in there, and let's have a ball. Uh, one one question about it. your so two questions actually to follow okay. up on your mac and cheese. Are you going classic mac and cheese? Or are you gonna go loaded with some like bacon bits maybe some breadcrumbs baked on it if i'm gonna do a fancy mac and cheese it's got to be a lobster mac and cheese okay uh mm-hmm. if i'm that. doing basic uh i'm going Velveeta shells and cheese that's just, okay I'm a, I'm a shells and cheese kind of guy that there are people that are listening to this on thursday when this comes out and so on and so forth that are going to be like this asshole doesn't eat craft i do okay i do i love craft but it's the stanley cup like if I'm gonna buy anything under three, yeah, I'm gonna buy under three dollars. I'm gonna get Velveeta. I, I'll eat both of them. I, you know, mac and cheese is beautiful in all forms. Not a macaroni discriminator. No, not in the slightest. Matter of fact, uh, for lunch I had Pluckers macaroni. I mean, I had wings too, but yeah, there was Pluckers macaroni involved. There's macaroni, and because you know what it's... we had at Northside Draft House: macaroni and cheese pizza. See. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. See, yeah. Goes up, down, and around. Full yeah, circle, you, baby. And you, I think you left half of it, Jason. I think you left half of the macaroni and cheese pizza that you were given. You definitely did. And guess I don't what? Know who took it. Guess what? I did. Oh, and it yep. was lovely <laughs> at two in the morning. So thank you for that, sir. I'm sorry. No, why would you apologize? I got to eat macaroni and cheese pizza at 2 a.m. Well, I guess you didn't get to eat mac and cheese pizza at like 11. <laughs> that would be you, sir. Guess we'll just have to go back. Yeah, yep. no. Oh, no. Oh, man. More macaroni and cheese pizza. <laughs> uh, well, we got a couple more things uh, we want to cover because obviously we're, you know, we're important people. We got stuff to do. Uh, we got to get ready for next week's episode already. Yeah, we got uh, a couple, lot of stuff to prepare for next week. We got a lot of stuff going on. Uh, we don't want to give too much away, obviously, because we are asking these people to come on the show out of the kindness of their hearts. They say yes. Uh, we're beyond fortunate to have any kind of notoriety for people to recognize this logo and the shit that we spout. Um, but we've got after this week, two insanely important guests, uh, two of the bigger guests that we have. And that's not to take away from anybody from the Texas stars, out Americans, uh, and even Dallas stars with Vern Fiddler, uh, you know, for them offering up their time, but we're just extremely excited because, these two names are big in the Dallas uh, hockey scene. Um, without going into too much detail, we are totes excited about it. Uh, if you could uncover that secret, um, you know we'll we'll have someone on next week, and then the following week, uh, we're really excited about. Uh, but the biggest thing that we were going to talk about today. Now we've 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 covered a lot of topics, but. We posed this question on our social media because obviously with the offseason, there's not a lot going on, even though we just covered 46 minutes of talking about not a lot going on. Uh, for these last couple minutes, I want to raise this question to everyone on the show because on social we asked, what is your favorite fictional hockey jersey? We've talked about our favorite reverse retros. We talked about the blackout jerseys for the stars. Now let's talk about fictional jerseys we had a lot of great answers we had a lot of answers i completely forgot about 
Uh, I think one of them was from The Love Guru with Justin Timberlake and Mike Myers. <laughs> yes. Um, which technically, I guess, is not a fictional jersey because it was an L.A. Kings jersey, but hilarious nonetheless. Um, so, Patrick, I'm, I'm going to kick it over to you. I'm fine with doing top three, counting down three, two, one. Um, what are your favorite fictional hockey jerseys? Can I play the Uno reverse card and go last since I am the self-declared jersey connoisseur of the show? Ooh, I'm fine with that. Okay. I, I don't mind I don't mind going first and I'll kick it yeah. over to Jason. No, so no, I have I have two jerseys on my well, technically one because I may have tried to skate in one and ended up not being able to fit pads over it. But I have two jerseys regularly hanging on my wall. One of them is the Hendrix USA Mighty Ducks D2 jersey, Conway. Absolute filthy jersey, classic. Uh, but it's not in my top three. Going from three counting down to one. Number three for me is probably – I don't want to do two from the same movie franchise, so I'm going to try and switch it up a little bit off the top of my head. Number three is going to be from the Mighty Ducks. It's going to be from the original Mighty Ducks movie, and it's not going to be the Mighty Ducks. It's going to be the Hawks jersey. Those Hawks jerseys with Damn it. the eagle – and now you can answer the same <laughs> one. If that was one of them – No, 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 no. They were they were nice. They were they so really I love the slick, the man. way that the hawk head yep. was like tilted down, the script. Now I don't know exactly how the backs look because if you go on Amazon, you can buy pretty much all of these jerseys that we're about to talk about for well under fifty dollars, like I have. And the Hawks jersey, I don't know if some of them have like the wings on the back that go over the nameplate. Um, either way, number three for me, Hawks. Number two. This one's tough because, you know, I've got a couple jerseys in mind and I would be silly not to answer this because a lot of people are, are rooted in this movie, even though it's not very well known because it's an older movie. The I believe it's the Hamilton Mustangs from Youngblood with Patrick Swayze, Rob Lowe, and what not many people remember, Keanu Reeves, who played a Russian goaltender. And me and one of my closest friends like to make fun of it because Keanu Reeves, being the Cali-accented guy he plays in most movies, has this Russian line where he looks at one of the guys and he goes, that man is fucking animal. And it's just like the worst <laughs> Russian accent you could ever think of. But Keanu Reeves is a hockey guy because I want to say because of that movie. Uh, so that is my second, the, uh, the Mustangs from Youngblood. And then number one, this is probably going to knock these off your list, but one of my favorite, if not my favorite, hockey movie of all time is Mystery Alaska. And the brown with the black M, I've got it on my wall behind me right now. The Captain Mike Beebe Mystery Alaska jersey is my all-time. There's something about that kind of matte brown, black, white finish that just works. And that is the jersey that unfortunately doesn't fit over pads because I ordered it on Amazon as an XL, thinking it was going to be an XL hockey jersey, that definitely fits like a XL t-shirt. So no way I'm squeezing elbow pads over those arms. Um, those are my top three. So Hawks, Mustangs, Mystery Alaska. Jason, you're on the clock. All right, dope. Here we go. Uh, top three. Definitely got to go with uh, the Charlestown Chiefs from Slapshot. Uh, I, of course, there was my, Absolutely. actually my first beer league team that I played with, uh, like after I graduated from the I league with the assigned teams, uh, I signed a, uh, a three-year contract with the, the team Hanson out of Richardson, the D league. <laughs> I end up captaining the team for the last two years. Uh, I was, um, a member of it before I got traded to the pylons. Wow. Actually, I guess I signed with the pylons. I was a free agent at the time. I left my captaincy and then became a pylon after that. Uh, so yeah, so uh, the Charlestown Chiefs, uh, specifically the blue ones in general. The white ones, uh, oh, they're, they're yeah. great, uh, but the blue ones, they don't show the puck marks as much, so uh, they hold up pretty nice. Um, secondly, we're going to move over to um, some D2 uh, Mighty Ducks, and I'm going to throw out Trinidad and Tobago. Yes, I'm so happy you said they, that because yeah. that was my that was a close third. They are great, man. I mean, they're just like tie dye. They're amazing. 
Um, and then we're going to go over to D1, Mighty Ducks. And I'm going to go with the classic, like, Mighty Ducks one. The, that green jersey. The cracked out uh, duck. Yep. Absolutely. The that District is probably, 5 duck? Yeah, the District the 5 duck. yellow? Yeah, I mean, because, you know, he, he grew up in poverty, so he couldn't afford the right pads to play. Um, you know, how the Disney story goes. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, it, those are beautiful jerseys. I want my, what my absolute favorites. I mean, it's 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 a movie that we have talked about already multiple times that really got a lot of us into the game of hockey. So it's hard not to love that Jersey. And for me, that's just kind of like an ode to, I always root for the villains, I guess, because I'm like, uh, I love the Hawks Jersey, but all right, Patrick, the self proclaimed Jersey <laughs> connoisseur of the water hockey podcast. You are officially on the clock with your top three fictional hockey jerseys of all time. You're studying I respect this, and we are all anticipating your answers. Okay, so I'm going to go number three. It's not from a movie, but from a TV show, Ooh. which I think we're all familiar with. And mm-hmm. there's one jersey in particular, and that is the number 69 Shorzy Letter Kenny Red. I uh, guess, of course. <laughs> but of course. It's one of my favorite shows. Of course, Shorzy is iconic. Okay, Shorzy. And the fact that we only see a black visor and also number 69 and shorzy followed by the shittiest wig by the way yeah oh yeah and just you know some of the most creative chirps you're gonna find out there so that's my number three which before you continue with number two they are having they are having there's a shorzy show coming oh so yeah he's getting his own spinoff so that's a coveted jersey great number three okay my number two is not a fictional jersey in the true sense, but I'm selecting it because of its iconography, if you will. And that is the Griswold Double Zero Blackhawks jersey from Chris, uh, yeah. Christmas mm-hmm. Vacation. Christmas Vacation, yeah. I have a confession. I have a confession. I do own that jersey. So technically, uh, I own a Blackhawks jersey. If you go to any Blackhawks game at the Stars arena somebody's going someone's bound yeah you're, someone's you're bound gonna to see it. one mm-hmm. so that that's why i picked no, i put that as number two um he also has a uh bears jersey like that too right i don't know if he has a griswold that's 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 a movie uh movie trivia that might be from one of the other ones right no no it definitely was uh it was from one of those vacation movies but i'm pretty sure he has a vacation or uh a bears, bears one griswold one mm-hmm. i'll have to look into that because that's that's awesome all right, the coveted number one spot. The number one spot for me is also, I guess, not technically fictional because it was in the NHL, but it is the classic Mighty Ducks white, turquoise, and purple with, with the duck goalie mask and the hockey sticks on the front. Yeah. That is it's a, it's one an of iconic. The, look. It's one of the most iconic hockey jerseys, period, I think. And just. Everything about it is just so beautiful. The colors, I'm a big purple fan in general, mm-hmm. but the teal really stands out. The white against the lines of color is so crisp. And Mighty Ducks is just iconic hockey franchise. So that's it's my... Fun. It's funny you say that because I feel okay owning Mighty Ducks paraphernalia. Right. I don't feel okay if it was... The Anaheim Ducks, per se. But if right. you put Mighty in front of it and Disney owns it, I'm all for it. You just slap a Conway on the back and you're good. Yeah, you're good to go. I so, think these are all solid choices. I, I, and I love, I wanted, I wanted to say this was one of the, how are you? I want to say this is one of the most interactive posts that we have had across the board. We've had some pretty cool Agreed. conversations, but this one, and I think we're probably going to go off of stuff like this a little bit more moving forward. We want you guys to interact with us. We want you to ask questions. We may answer it from the Wada Hockey page, or we'll probably go on there on our personal accounts and give our two cents too. That being said, don't stop. We love talking to you guys. We want to hear your opinions, whether it be on actual stuff, fictional stuff, tell all of it. 
Um, you know, and that's pretty much the whole bag of the show is we're doing this for you guys. And before we before we do the razorism of the week, speaking of bags, uh, Jason, we missed we missed you reading the the beautiful ad for Conway and Banks. I tried my best two weeks back to 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 come through with it. I talked about the feetsies, Matt. That's about as far as I got into it. So give us give us the rundown on the Conway and Banks bags uh, before we kick it over to the Razorism of the Week and call this one a show. Absolutely, man. They're they're beautiful bags. Uh, you know, if you're looking to replace that old moldy bag uh, with that broken zipper on it, uh, go over to who, uh, ConwayandBanks.com. They make the premium quality bags that are built to last. They include uh, removable organizers to keep your all your gear organized. And they keep everything dry with that waterproof material and huge, giant vents on it. Uh, seriously, my favorite feature on it is that built-in foot mat. Uh, it's super soft. It keeps my feet dry from all those nasty-ass locker rooms. Uh, they come in three different sizes and colors that you'll be sure to find one that you love. Uh, get over to ConwayandBanks.com. Use that code WATAHOCKEY and get 10% off your order. Uh, and get your gear to the rink and style, man. It's... Uh, it's they're they're dope they're hella dope i'm, I'm loving they're mine beautiful so. bags yeah i i i will say that my beautiful bower that i've had since the the moment i started skating uh is on its last leg and i think the conway and banks bag is going to be the move if anything for the footsie pads i've called i've just decided to call it little footsies pads yeah sweet yeah head over to conway and banks check them out on instagram jason is one of their coveted ambassadors one more thing from Jason before we kick it over to the Razorism of the Week. Yeah, I wanted to say, like, I was really surprised none of us mentioned uh, the the head picture or, like, the the featured photo for that post. That, what was it, the Minnesota Waves? Uh, okay, yeah, you know what? You're right. Those jerseys are sick. Imagine having those. It was those super simple, jersey. man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They were now super we, simple. Like I said, we had quite a few people comment on it, and a lot of them were definitely saying, like, the waves Jersey is the sickest one. Mm-hmm. You know, the answers were great. We had some awesome answers. Check out all of the threads on all of our social media platforms to see what answers everyone gave. Um, a lot of them matched up with what we had already said in our top three, but yeah, that waves one was the, uh, I may or may not guess, have been watching mighty ducks last night. And I was like, yo, these jerseys are sick. I want to know what everyone else thinks. I think I'm just glad I brought it up. I, I feel like it should have been an honorable mention. Uh, in all of our top threes or whatever yeah uh, so yeah i mean i felt like it should be known that that is a great jersey as well i couldn't agree more um speaking of greatness patrick do you want to kick it off with the razorism of the week and then we'll call this one a show let's do it sweet stevie Otto took his game to another level this season for the stars good to have him on in between periods I know he's worn that A with a lot of pride. Look at him just trying to pick a fight through pe- plexiglass in game 82. <laughs> Look at him. Good. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he is catalogical. <laughs> Oh, oh, boy. I don't know. I might have uh, drank bleach this season if he didn't dress. <laughs> oh, he's giving me a wealth of giggles and other things. Steve Ott, Dallas's inspirational leader. He's got the only goal for Dallas tonight. 24 seconds left on the Morrison minor to start the third period. Ryan going down the boards. It's easily. I, I have to. I'm, I'm going to go on record. We've had some fantastic razorisms where he just goes off the off the deep end. That might be my favorite because it had it all. It had absolute giggle fits. It had a razorism, and I don't know if you guys heard. It had Nickelback on in the background, and arguably one of my that. favorite players, Steve Ott. That that razorism had it all. Um, that being said. Thank you guys so much again for tuning in to Wada Hockey. Uh, we're back. We're technically in studio uh, for here and on out, and then we'll definitely let you guys know if we do another live show. But, Patrick, let the people know 
Jason, follow it up, and then we will wrap this with a nice little bow on it. Yep. As always, you got to stay sassy. It's good to hear that again. Got to stay moist. Even better to hear that. And last but certainly not least, no matter what, in person, out of person, recorded live, don't ever for any reason forget your Kerber tattoos. Chef's kiss on that one.